everybody. I'm Maya. <laughs> I was so yawning when you started. I wasn't looking. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your twilight, twilight phase. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, What's up? <laughs> All right, lightning um, fast. Late. Everybody update. What's new? My update is that I seem to have done something to my knee today <laughs> and no. fucked it up. And no. it kind of hurts when I walk now. No. Unidentified. That's maybe it was, I'm laughing. It, it's because it's so stupid. <laughs> like, we're 30 and now I like, I th- the only. You're not even 30 I'm yet. I'm not even 30. The, the thing that I think I did was probably sitting on my knee back, yeah. and now it hurts. So that's the phase of life that we've entered. Think about how painful it must be to be, like, 85. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Like, my grandma broke a bone in her back not doing anything. It was just gravity. No. <laughs> Yeah, just like gravity, oh. like her bone wasn't strong enough and it fractured. Oh, She's no. okay now, listeners. She's That's out of the hospital. Hard. It's fine. Getting old is the worst. Okay, but as my parents love to say, it's better than the alternative. What's the alternative? Which, dying. Death. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, what's the alternative? This is like, I could stay young forever. <laughs> Oh, also, speaking of my parents, that reminds me, I am supposed to issue a correction on the pod. <gasps> I stated that they are no longer friends with my father's best man. That is incorrect. Oh, God. Just because I don't know him does not mean <laughs> that my father is not still occasionally golfing with him. <laughs> That's friendship. I feel like <laughs> the stereotype of dads is like occasional golfing buddies means they are closest of friends. Like okay, but there. actually, my dad's closest friends are his frequent golf. Yeah. Like, like his oh, friends who he's close friends with, he golfs yeah. with every week. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the winter camping ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is the formerly the... winter camping friends are the close buddies. <laughs> oh. They're the frequent <laughs> golfers. They even do, like, golfing weekends. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. They get, like, Airbnbs, and then they golf I just weekends. want to state that so I cool. loathe the quote sport of golf and you're about uh, to make an enemy of one of our listeners melissa and that is my father so (laughs) (laughs) my long-winded dream of making an enemy of one of our listeners Um, okay who would win in a fight melissa or olivia's dad mm, what kind of fight it would be hand-to-hand combat literally doesn't matter sorry puppy i would play dirty whatever it is melissa's like i'm scrappy if it was a if it was a battle of wills i don't know he might have you of will absolutely not not. of will of of wits a battle of wits yeah olivia thinks i'm stupid so i never said that i just think i just think that he would outlogic you all right fine maybe your dad's smarter than me but that's not the kind of fight that we would have yeah i don't know if that's gonna serve him when melissa's fingers are in when his I, eyes yeah, jesus when I, christ <laughs> she said she was gonna fight dirty oh my god i would i would fight i am so nice to your father i would never fight your father 
what well, does my father like anything that you loathe and abhor? Probably. Like okay, what? but also like, would your dad fight Melissa? No, definitely not. That's He's another reason man. Melissa would win. <laughs> exactly. It's logic. I could out logic both of them. I would fight anyone. <laughs> I know you would. Melissa would fight anybody, especially if they like golf. <laughs> God, you have the most obnoxious opinions, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The other day, she was served tots, and then, like, there were packets of ketchup, and she was like, oh, get these away from me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, ketchup I forgot. I forgot how stupid and intense your opinions about ketchup are. You think ketchup is disgusting in the packet? Oh, just in general. I don't understand. The fact, the fact that it exists is stupid. angers her. It's accurate. I was like, they're just packets. It's a normal thing to serve with tots. It's very normal. They did also serve mayonnaise, though, and I did like that. Yeah, you're lucky. Okay, but I feel about mayo the way that you feel about ketchup. Really? Well, that's unreasonable. I think mayo is really gross. Well, I'm over here living a blessed life where no (laughs) condiment makes me that angered. I'm just over here joining. Congratulations about your good boring. mental health, then, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> boring. Braggy. <laughs> All right, who else has gotten an update? Um, I had a good sex weekend. Hey. Good for you. Right. I'm so happy. I want listeners to know that Melissa did like a little like hand the motion. Little, it was like, sort of a, a half raise flip. the roof, half wrist flick. I was like, meaning it to you. be like a like a basketball like I thought it was Jordan. Oh yeah, oh, like, like a, a swish. <laughs> I saw raise the roof. Maya saw wrist flick. Whatever. It was all victorious. It was it was victorious. That's great. Maya, what's um, up with you? I don't know. I felt like I had something. But I can't remember. I was going to show you guys your Twilight shirt. <gasps> they came? They came ages I mean, ago. Came, yeah, I feel like that was a long time ago. Well, okay, I remember you ordered them forever I'm gonna ago. I'm going to be right but... back. Okay, listeners. Remember <laughs> that time when we probably, I don't know, maybe mentioned that we were going to have a Twilight sleepover. And Maya was going to buy some, like, OG uh, what is Hot Topic... Package? twilight t-shirts um sleepover just got rescheduled to february um (laughs) rip but the t-shirt could not find a single weekend no that's not (laughs) true we could have chosen a couple of january dates i believe and went for february because february is the grossest month you're right i forgot about january but still we couldn't Find we couldn't find, find anything the end end of the year. before yeah. the end of the year. No, it was 2023. <laughs> I think this was fine. I don't really remember. Oh, it's beautiful. Listeners, wow. number listeners, one. Listeners, yeah, think describe. of, imagine the Twilight t-shirt. The Twilight okay, poster. hold it in your mind. It's probably this one. Bella is staring out at you. Edward is awkwardly hovering over her face for no reason, staring at her. I get a picture that he's in a tree. 
Yes. And then it's the Twilight font underneath. Yeah. A true classic. <laughs> yeah. Number two. We have, okay, ready? You have like a spooky, swirly blue background. And then you have Edward looking off to the right. And then you have another Edward looking slightly <laughs> to, to his left. left. And then you have a third Edward looking out at you. Why are there three of them? I don't know. It's like those 80s portraits. Yes, yeah. it's like a wolf in the distance background. But that there's no fine. wolf. It's Edward only. It's Team Edward. Edward. Yeah. We no should have started with this one, probably. Okay, and okay, listeners, perhaps when I said imagine the Twilight t-shirt, perhaps you imagined this t-shirt. Number three, the Twilight movie font smack there right on the chest on a black t-shirt. It's the classic. Beautiful. It's the OG. I do think it my says shirt what is it is. Shirt. It is what it is. And we're going to crop them. So we're going to crop them. these bitches. Get ready to see our stomachs. I try to only exclusively wear crop tops anymore. They're just the best. They are. They are the best. I wore a crop top to the dentist um, <laughs> earlier this week. But it's like, I didn't want to be cropped in the dentist, so I also wore, like, a, a big chunky <laughs> cardigan. <laughs> but in my spirit, I knew I was cropped. <gasps> you guys. What? Okay, this is my real update. For the first time, like, ever in my life, I went to the dentist and what? had, like, I'm not done. The sentence isn't over <laughs> It's yet. a compound sentence, Melissa. <laughs> like, I didn't even breathe before the and. You I did breathe. You paused. All right, no well, pause. you know what? Listeners can go back and... and Replay the tapes. You know what I'm going to do? I'm editing, so I'm going to go in and... <laughs> no! And be like, clearly Melissa was wrong. That's what happens when you have the power of editing. Oh, dirty play. Anyway, I went to the dentist and they were like, you have no cavities. Your teeth look so great. And I'm pretty sure that they were convinced that I floss. Wow. I've never pulled that out on them. I've never they were like, that one great job, them. like, keep up with your uh, flossing and brushing routine. I was like, <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry if you think I'm disgusting for not flossing, but I have a lot of fillings, and one time I asked the dentist, like, can floss, like, rip out a filling? Because I'm scared of that. And she was like, yes, it can. So now I'm scared to floss, but the thing is, my fear is always, but if you don't floss, you're going to have to get more fillings. But I'm paralyzed with fear so i don't do it and turns out you don't need to floss and <laughs> you know what maya okay a i don't floss very often and i have no good reason so you're yeah, ahead of me same. on that and two i think you might have just made an enemy of my father because he's the best flosser i know wow so, yes me and maya against your dad i don't like this dynamic this is better than blank <laughs> remember how she used to Floss in the bathroom after lunch? No, I never experienced that. Ooh, flossing Every day. At work. That's too much. That's too much flossing. You, you know, have to go you, to the, like, the single-use bathroom. You only need to floss once a day and, like, don't pick at work. Don't pick it. It's incorrect. I think that this person was doing it after every meal, presumably. Yeah. Some people do need to do like it Like, if after you're doing it at meal. lunch. Like, my dad does need to floss all the time. Oof. Because he's bad gums bad gums maybe she's got bad gums maybe 
I'm not saying like, oh, what a horrible person. She's flossing. I'm just saying maybe she's not the best flosser you know. Maybe your dad's not the best flosser you know. Oh, okay, sure, fine. I mean, yeah, may- that might fair. be true. That might be true. Yeah. Um, sorry, Mr. Valcarce, about me being a bad flosser. I hope that you find me <laughs> worthy to be friends with your daughter. Um, I'm not sorry about hating golf. Rude. Uh... I mean, she doesn't need to be sorry, but it yeah. was kind of rude to bring it up randomly. <laughs> it wasn't random. You were just apologizing. You for don't your need thing. to apologize for disliking. I will golf. not apologize. You just have to apologize for being rude to anyone who does like golf. What? Why are you such I an evangelist for that either. about your negativity? Why would you try to suck other people into your negativity orbit? They're already doing it by playing golf. (laughs) Yeah, that's like part of the agreement of golf. They know Melissa's going to be mad about it. (laughs) All right, we got to do some listener letters. All right, fine. Weird vibe, guys. Weird vibe. Listeners, we are all exhausted. We are so tired. We are fighting for our lives. I think we're doing a great fucking job. I think so, too. I think this is a good episode so far. (laughs) Don't jinx us. Jinxed. That's... Look, (laughs) I'm confident that we can keep it up. All right. So, I'll take on the jinx. I can bring it down. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Delightfully. In a way that brings me great joy. Multiple people wrote in about Rebecca. Yes! First, I, I, I want to do a reread now. I'll do that. It's so... I, like, kind of... There's so many things I want to watch when we eventually have our sleepover <laughs> 10 years from now. The list um, is so long. But, like, should we, like, add Rebecca? <laughs> like, all the Twilight movies, Rebecca, What a Girl Wants, Staring Amanda Bynes, and Oh, Colin my God, Bird. that's, like, my favorite movie. Oh, me too. Princess um, Diaries. Okay. You have too many to watch. Okay, back to, back to the listener letters. Um, Carly Ann writes in, subject line, Rebecca. I was like, I'm riveted. Let's go. <laughs> Hello. Not Twilight related, but I didn't know if y'all knew that Rebecca was made into a musical. <gasps> what? <laughs> it no. didn't take off due to a lot of financial issues as well as technical issues. But <gasps> since you all enjoy Rebecca, I thought I'd let you know. Oh my god. Here's a link to a YouTube video explaining what all went down. Okay, I opened this this YouTube link. We also have to watch this during our sleepover. It's like an hour-long documentary about the Broadway (laughs) disaster of Rebecca, and I can't wait to watch it. Oh, you know what else I wanted to add to the list? A very Potter musical. (laughs) Oh my god, what a classic. So fun. Um... (laughs) There's also incredible. Thank you for providing this. It's link. all up here, Carly Ann. Okay. <laughs> My mind's like a steel trap, so it's not going anywhere. <laughs> we need to That's add a Mary Kate Ashley movie to that one. Which one to be determined? Passport to Paris. Passport to Have Paris. Have you guys seen It Takes Two? Yes. No, I have not. It Takes Two is so good. <laughs> It takes two. It's so good. The Sloppy Joe scenes when she's like, a home run, like, out of left field, whatever kind of love. I'm like, that's the love we all deserve. Anyway. 
Yes, I think know. about that sloppy Joe scene all, all the, time. the time. It was iconic. It's iconic. Hi from Rachel in England. Rachel in England. Rachel. Back. Hi I to England. where you are. I don't want to be here. I want to be with you. Um, <laughs> do, do, do. I love how you all realize you love Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca in the last episode. It's one of my favorite books. We used yes. to have it on audiobook cassette tapes Ooh. in the car for long journeys. Ooh, I bet I, it would make a be a great audiobook. Uh, I bet it's so atmospheric so if they did atmospheric. it right. Mm. I also love any time you mention the Princess Diaries because that yes. was a huge part of my childhood slash teen yes. years. Yes. Formed my entire American knowledge and was actually more useful than I expected in helping me find my way around New York when I visited a <laughs> Okay, that's so accurate though. That's incredible. That's so funny. Oh, There's know. also some good Twilight stuff in here. <laughs> Twilight? <laughs> What's that? Um, do, 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 do. Sorry for skipping ahead. Your whole email's great. Almost every romantic relationship portrayed in the series is both the character's first relationship and it is all-encompassing and Ugh. everlasting. Yeah. I think that made me put way too much pressure on my 12-year-old self to find yeah. the one when I oh. should have been having fun fooling around. Oh my god. Bella yeah, just 12 for sure. Seven- <laughs> Maybe not too much fooling around at 12. But, like, just having, having a good fun. time. Just some emotional Emotional fooling around. Fooling around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can... Can do a little kiss in a twelve. Yeah, it's no big deal. Bella just isn't a relatable seventeen-year-old girl. Maybe she should have gone on a few dates with Mike, but then gotten annoyed because he's always late picking her up, and then make out with Jacob a few times, but dump him for being too handsy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's a Mormon thing to fall in love, get married, have babies young. Literally, all I know about Mormonism is from your podcast and a few weird Netflix documentaries. Ooh, that's that's yeah, a bad it. sign. Don't, no, you got it all. Definitely don't. You know what I learned? You know, just the other day is that. Actually, apparently, I heard this secondhand, the Mormons don't want to be known as the Mormons anymore, and they don't want to be known as the LDS. They want to be known as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Oh, God. So just so you know, every single time you refer to them, you must refer to them by their full name, the Church of Jesus Wait. Christ of Latter-day Saints. I just the feel ch- like that is never going to happen. Church of Jesus happen. Christ of Latter-day Saints. T- double of. Does it make any grammatical sense? No. I'm sorry, it does the, not. Wait, the... The Church of the Jesus Church Christ. Of Jesus Christ of, of Latter Day Saints. Latter Day Saints. I just feel like nobody's ever gonna My go from Jesus like Christ snappy of, Mormon to instead of member Church of, of Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Like it's just not gonna happen. It's too many words. I'm sorry to tell you, Church of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you as an institution, sort of, but also that's too many words. <laughs> Uh, Rachel also says, I love the pod and hit me up if you ever want an English person's perspective. Yeah. You should assume I always want your perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. On whatever. Like, we love international perspectives. Yeah. Here on the pod. Every, every poor. Is that correct, Rachel? <laughs> Did she do it right? <laughs> That's my English accent. Tell us about Twilight in England. Like, oh, yeah, like where are you I? from? Are you from like London? Are you from like a small village? Like, where yeah, are you... tell us the the English perspective of Forks. Were you Ooh. like that? Ooh. Sounds like a wild place. Or, or were you like, yeah, it rains? Like, no oh, fucking Yorkshire. shit. Yeah, <laughs> it always rains here. You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can delay no longer. Um, is it my turn? I thought it was mine. Mine. I th- well, I think we actually synced up again. 
because I with with editing we synced yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, that's I hate that, but it's great for me today because that means it's not me. Yeah, I I recapped and edited last time. Ugh, that's the I'm, worst. As I was reading, I was like, "Girl, pay attention. It's your." Week. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh, but... also, listeners, sorry we just didn't show last week. Oh didn't yeah, mention it. Didn't tell you. Didn't give you a warning. Apologies, life. In just, fact, like, we happened. said we were going to be back at the us next week, and then yeah, we sorry. weren't. We just weren't. Anyways. Look, we're you guys are used to it. Yeah. yeah, we're we're not reliable. <laughs> we're pretty reliable. Yeah, I mean we're here most of the time, most but like does being pretty reliable really amount to anything though? I guess yeah, maybe not. that's not reliable. I guess that's the opposite <laughs> of reliable. It's just not reliable. <laughs> it's just like sometimes you you have a plan and then you realize that we are all busy every day of the week. <laughs> yep. Whoops. There's three of us. Yeah. Okay, anyways, go ahead. Also, we were very clear about when we were available, and then I made up something else in my mind. <laughs> yeah. And I know like, uh... we said Tuesday, and then you guys pulled the receipts, and I was like, I was wrong. <laughs> Maya had a conversation with us. With herself. In her mind <laughs> that didn't happen in the text, which has happened to all of us, for sure. Yeah. This, it was my turn. <laughs> Chapter 16. Too much information alert. Boy, do we love Jacob's perspective. (laughs) Jacob's running around. He is talking to Seth and Leah, and they're, like, trying to figure out if Sam's pack is trying to, like, probe their defenses to get to the Cullens or not. So they're running these, like, reconnaissance missions to, like, smell for them, essentially. And as they're talking, Leah is like, by the way, I think this is going well. And when all these shenanigans are over, I want to stay in your pack. Jacob stops running like a cartoon because he's so shocked by this. And he's like, no, because he's rude. And Leah is like, think about it. It's like better for everybody. You know, like you and I are getting along. I'm not going to bother you. Just think about it. And Jacob's like, okay, I will think about it. Um, they hunt, and Leah is like, are you going back to the Cullen's house? And he's like, yeah. And she is like, like, oh, Jacob, you're such a good person. You're such a good alpha. Like, I'm so glad you let me be here. I can kind of understand where Rosalie is coming from, because I was not born a compassionless shrew. And Jacob is like, I don't know, I think you were. And Rosalie is like, well, you know, I just kind of believe that, like, women should have the freedom to, like, make their own reproductive choices. Like, people who can get pregnant should have the freedom to make their own reproductive choices. And Jacob is like, I never want to talk to you again. That is so (laughs) fucked up. Um, So he changes into a human so that he doesn't have to hear from her. Oh, and she's like, by the way, I can't have kids woe is me um he changes into a human so he doesn't have to hear from her he goes back to the cullen's house where bella presumably has just had another break it turns out maybe she didn't have a break but edward brings her downstairs bella's really happy to see jake and they're just like hanging out you know like the tent it's like the same as it was before there's tension between him and rosalie like 
Edward is like this haunted person. Bella's like, gosh, I'm so glad you're here. When all of a sudden, Edward can hear the baby's thoughts. And this changes everything. Um, the baby loves Bella. It loves Edward's voice. Um, everyone is like cooing in like wonder. And it really changes Edward's perspective on what's happening here because he transitions in this chapter from calling it the fetus or it to the baby. Um, and, oh, Bella's like, oh, EJ, presumably the J is for Jacob, so try to not throw up. I thought um, it was Junior. I thought it was Junior, too. Oh, I thought it was like a Harry Potter thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense with her choice for the girl name. I know. Yeah. And then she she launches the name Renesmee at us, like, out of a fucking catapult. It's a little bit of a soft (laughs) launch, I think. I, I, (laughs) just seeing it is so scarring to me that I've got to disagree. And then Jacob feels very alone, because he's like, well, I was planning on Edward also suffering. Um, and now I'm the only one that feels this way. And that's the, oh, and then Edward, like, gives Jacob car keys. And he's like, get out of here. Go be alone with your feelings. (laughs) And that's the end of the chapter. That felt wrong to me, but I was really trying to keep it moving. Um, I gave you an 8.2. I'll take it. I'll give you a 7. Okay. I feel like 7's, like, kind of low, but... (laughs) I you're have been doing your grading. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying I feel like it's kind of low, but I've been doing so well lately that perhaps I mean it's a just regular like compared to some of your feel. some of your previous recaps have just been like they were amazing. good. Yeah, I've I had like a couple good ones in a row. Wow, back to average. What a tragedy. Okay, so you know, they're running you know around. What? I quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm so ready for her to just have this baby. Yeah, what I was the like, fuck? Is this Why it? are we waiting so Is this long it? Is it going to happen? Literally, oh. like, literally, what are we waiting for? <laughs> like, what are we waiting I, for? I, li- I don't know. I kind of liked the, like, hearing the baby part of this chapter, but otherwise, like, okay. Otherwise, so... I mean, I do, so, so I do like that we kind of got some, you know, uh, Leah and Jacob, like, actually getting along. Sure. But, like, honestly, I didn't really need them to, like, hate each other so much in the beginning. So, like, do I really feel like that this little mini arc is necessary? No. But, uh, yeah, otherwise I generally feel like, once again, this chapter is completely unnecessary. Yeah, they just, like, run around and they smell stuff. And Jacob says the treaty is dead, which, That's like, exactly what happens. They run I and feel smell. like I've, like, lost the plot on the, the treaty <laughs> situation. I'm just over it. It's like, fine, okay, I guess the treaty's irrelevant now. Nobody's going with the treaty. I felt that way in New Moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Leah goes on this whole thing about how, like, oh, you know, you're just, like, you're so good at being an alpha and you're really worth following and... Oh. I don't want to be a wolf for long, but while I am a wolf, I just wanted to hang out with you. And I found it a little frustrating, I guess, that Jacob 
does not want to be a leader, puts zero effort into being a leader, and is and just such a natural. Leader. He's just so good at it. Yeah. And, like, I feel like these books are full of, like, fate, which is, like, romantic, but also sort of, like, boring and doesn't give much agency the, to the characters. Like, right. Edward and Bella are fated to be together, so they're going to be together. Jacob is fated to be the alpha, so he's going to be a good alpha. Right. We've, Bella we've is fated to be an amazing vampire, so she just doesn't struggle, and she's just the most perfect vampire who's ever lived. Yeah. Yeah, this book does really make you think about the power of choice. Like, I, sometimes decisions are more powerful because you choose them even when they're, they don't, you know, make sense in the fates. Yeah, like, every when everybody around you is telling you to do one thing, and then you know like in your heart that you gotta go my own way <laughs> <laughs> then like you gotta go your own way and it would be more powerful i think if jacob decided he wanted to be a good leader and then tried really hard to it. be one even I guess though it he doesn't does... come naturally yeah he does kind of make the choice to like not, not... order them around but that's kind i mean of i guess but that's like... like the only choice he's really made here yeah. I think the thing that bothers me the most about the Jacob-Leah interaction here is that Leah feels like she has to apologize for something yeah. that is not That's her true. fault. That's true. And that Jacob should not be mistreating her for. Like, I agree. He should be apologizing to her. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's very clear that being away from Sam makes her a happier person. And, like, she is legitimately mean to Jacob before this. So, like, you know, maybe there's some stuff to apologize for, sure. But she kind of, like, apologizes for being unhappy all the time. Right. Which is not her fault. No. Right. And she, she says, like, so there are these different theories about why imprinting happens. We do Um, get a lot of little tidbits of stuff like that in this chapter. There's a lot of wolf lore that I didn't touch on. Um... And maybe if I had, my score would have been improved. Maybe. <laughs> but probably not. Um, I probably would have been like, and it's complicated and doesn't make a ton of sense and it's confusing. Who cares? Um, you kind but of one of like the... Seinfeld right there. <laughs> uh, one of the theories is that wolves imprint with the person that like genetically will be best to carry on the wolf gene this is Um, just like sam's little pet theory this is sam's theory um Um, and then billy apparently also has a separate theory which which is is very similar which is similar but if you imprint with someone who can create a stronger wolf yeah and i'm like isn't that just darwin's theory of evolution isn't that what we're all doing yeah but like the magic guides you instead of it being random Darwin's theory yeah. of evolution is, like, the things that aren't as, as, like... Advantageous. Advantageous, that's the word. Like, they will not reproduce as successfully, and so those traits will be filtered out. As opposed to, you will okay. find... Okay. The, the magic yeah. will guide you to the person okay. who will help you create a stronger progeny. It's more right. of the fate stuff. and also Yes, this is like all to... about fate, too. I'd like to read a line about Sam's theory 
Right. To make a bunch of new little werewolves. Survival of the species, genetic override. You're drawn to the person who gives you the best chance to pass on the wolf gene. So Jacob and Renesme will definitely be having children. That yeah. is what this line is telling us. I yeah. was just thinking that, although we don't actually know if this is, I mean, I guess we just assume it's true because it's the theory that we have. Right. We don't know that this theory is true, but like, no. we're not really presented with anything else. With m- many alternatives. So we had that whole conversation about whether Renesme would be sterile, and I guess the answer is no, because she's no. an interspecies. Yeah, she, but, um, she will be having werewolf children babies. Um, but and then we're having we're having this this conversation right here because Leah is convinced that because no one has imprinted on her slash Sam didn't imprint with her that therefore she must and also because her period stopped when she started turning into a wolf that she must be infertile um, because if she was fertile then sam would have imprinted on her which doesn't make which any doesn't sense. really make any sense so um, many layers no. to unpack there. yeah like first of all why would you be the best compatibility just because you could have a baby because you were i out. guess that's not her what... part of her theory is like that they are from a like strong wolf bloodline right. which like i guess sort of makes sense but also aren't they all kind of related then yeah i was kind don't of like you, then don't they probably to... I feel like you don't imprint don't... on another wolf, but that's just yeah. That's what I was up. thinking too. Like, you want to spread the pack, right? That's true. So that you can like, make more. Each wolves. person would probably imprint outside the pack, right? That is an interesting point. Although, on the other hand, if Billy is correct, wouldn't two wolves make a super wolf baby? That's fair. Um, as you might imagine, the word period does not appear in this conversation. No, the period is not mentioned. It, what do they call it? Like, her lady cycles. stuff? <laughs> she brings up her, like, female stuff and how the boys never want to hear about it. And then, yeah. like, we get this... the word period. We get this, like, hint of how when Leah first turned, at first she was scared that maybe she could be pregnant, except she couldn't be. And then you have to infer that she is worried that she is pregnant because... Her period has stopped. Right. Uh, I want to read. She a wasn't line. following the normal patterns anymore. I want to read a line from Leah that I think, I don't know, just really reflects what a disservice Stephanie has done mm-hmm. to her in this passage. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, "So I become a freak, the girly wolf, good for nothing else, aka Ooh. having children. I'm a genetic dead end, and we both know it. Like." You can't be a friend anymore. You can't be a sister. You can't even be, like, a werewolf who's good at werewolf stuff. Yeah. If you can't have children. Right. Like, I hate this Stephanie's, like, the only thing girls are good for is having having babies. babies. And if you can't have babies, you're useless. Oh. This whole thing made me so mad because, like, I can respect this as, like, a... A fear or insecurity that a girl has right like yeah sure if you're being fed the message that like you need to have babies and like maybe your boyfriend didn't imprint on you because you can't have babies she does have some interesting points about like maybe if I'd been able to have babies this never would have occurred to me and I never would have felt this way but like since I can't I'm worried about it and I want that and like that's some interesting stuff you want what you can't have right but 
this is like the only thing we ever get from any of the women in this series. Right? Yeah. Like, like Leah finally has a chance to have some like complex character development on the page. Like this is the first time Leah has ever had any complex emotions a conversation in front of that's us. Longer than two sentences. That involves anything other than insults, really. Um, right. And it's about babies. And like, that's the only way that Rosalie gets to be complex right. is her feelings about having babies and not being able to have babies. And like Bella's whole conflict in this entire book, like the whole end of her story is- she allowed is, to have babies? <laughs> Do I get to have this baby? I really want to have this baby. So it's- And, and like es doesn't Esme. miss the baby thing and she's like shut off to the side and barely yeah. in this. She's like not in this book. Esme, we always hear about how she really wanted to be a mother. She lost a child. She committed suicide. She has found a found family so that she can mother them all. Like it's the context- Even Renee- is really about her failures as a mother. Yes, so yeah. true. So in the context of the series, it's frustrating for this to be Leah's only complex thought. Yes. And I don't understand, like, oh, If I was a <laughs> werewolf and my period stopped, they literally have stopped aging. Of course your period stopped. And Jacob Why? does make that point, and she's like, no, that's not it. Yeah, Jacob's like, okay, but, like, why wouldn't, once you stop being a werewolf, why wouldn't it just come back? And she's like, well, probably so like, won't. I don't that know. That sounds fucking great. I can be a wolf. I don't have my period. I can't get pregnant. Like, let's go. Being a Ball wolf. out. Being a wolf on your period sounds very inconvenient. It's true, but she doesn't have to worry about that. I know. Yeah. So, like, yeah, pause. Hit pause. Hit pause. Great. Yeah, and so this Menopause. is Menopause. Get it? She <laughs> Yeah, we don't get the word period, but, but we, we get the word get the menopause. Word menopause. <laughs> and Jake is like, ew, I don't want to think about it. Oh, I so didn't want to have this conversation. Um, Shut up. I did. There was, you know, one moment that I did like where she essentially of course i'm not going to be able to find it in this goddamn ebook um <laughs> which part is you know she is she does like empathize with the fact that jake can't stay away but also doesn't oh. want to be there she's like you know yes. bella's your sam yes and i'm like oh look at that making these connections that we were like why aren't they making these connections way earlier like you guys could really support each other <laughs> Yeah, totally. Here, and now, I found look at that. it. Here we are. <laughs> I know it's going to be bad for you, Jacob. I understand that. Maybe better than you think. I don't like her, but she's your Sam. She's everything you want and everything you can't have. I know it's worse for you. At least Sam is happy. At least he's alive and well. I love him enough that I want that. I want him to have what's best for him. I just don't want to stick around to watch. That was really good reading. Thank you. That was really good. And Jacob, being a jerk, is like, do we need to talk about this? And it's like, she just said something like, really kind and generous yeah, to you. We probably yeah. should talk about it. <laughs> and then, as Maya said, so this whole thing about her not being able to have babies comes up because she's like, well, I kind of understand where Rosalie's coming from. And he's like, wow, fuck you. And she's yeah. like, could I explain <laughs> what I mean, please? <laughs> Actually, she's like, ah, oh, Jake. Don't run away. Just let me explain. <laughs> it's like so. Oh. <laughs> and her point is basically like, 
Yeah, she there she like I would probably do the same because she's like living vicariously through Bella and I I would help Bella because if I was in that position I would want Bella to help right. me. So like because girls got us together. Bella wants. This is what Bella wants. So I would do that. And he's like, "Fuck you." Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, so then he turns a new human because he's like I just can't want even to deal. Share what he said. to engage in this conversation. I guess I forgot what happened in earlier chapters because I thought he had kind of moved on from this. But he says, "You would act like Rosalie. You would murder someone because that's what she's doing, making sure no one interferes with Bella's death. You would do that to have a baby. Since when are you a breeder? <sighs> Nobody is murdering I Bella." Know. He's I think that's how he feels. Not... He he feels like she's gonna he... die. Yeah, and yeah, so therefore... but that's not a murder, right? I mean, Jacob is of the mind that because Rosalie is preventing anyone from preventing Bella's death, <laughs> that therefore she is actually murdering Bella. No, Which I understand that. Is like... is not like a an actual connection it's not murdering i do i do like know what he's saying right but i had just i guess like had a conversation with the book (laughs) he made up where in previous chapters he had like come to understand that was no longer the case and so we get here right that like like, what a step backwards like i thought we had moved on but i guess that just didn't happen that like maybe he was sort of believing I think he believes that they have a plan to save her life, but doesn't think that it's going to work. I think he believes that they're still behaving recklessly by letting it get so close. Right. And I also believe that all of his thoughts and opinions about Rosalie are, like, five steps back from his opinions about anything else. (laughs) It's so weird. They just... Yeah. And then he goes to the Cullen's house. Yeah. Because he's like... Fuck you, Leah. Bye. It's, guess what? It's day four. I don't think I knew that it was already... It's been four days. Today's the day, I guess. No, it's four days until the day. It looked like day four on the countdown. Yeah, so, so like five. Just, day so they four, said there was four, four days three, two, until the babies do, and this okay, is... Okay, sorry. I misunderstood. Day yeah. four. Okay, got it. That makes more sense. Um, it's, it's still very confusing. She maybe broke something else... Maybe her pelvis, but then Rosalie from upstairs is like, I told you it didn't, there wasn't a crack. So we don't actually know what the deal is. I don't, I didn't really understand the whole point of that. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, why is this even in here? She didn't break anything. Does this have something, maybe this has something to do, I don't know, with, with Edward, because Edward is the one who heard it. So maybe he heard something else from the baby. Yeah, I guess. That wasn't an actual sound. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, they're just hanging out in the living room doing their little bantery whatever, and Edward is like, ah, did you say something? Which is weird because, you know, he can hear literally everything and uh, also people's thoughts, so, like, he's pretty attuned to when people speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Bella's like, um, no, I didn't say anything. That's really weird that you would ask me that. 
And then he asks what Bella was thinking. Yeah, I think he, I think his first thought is like, wait, is that what Bella sounds like? Oh, does he hear Bella? Oh. Because it's coming from her, presumably. So he's like, what were you just thinking about? And she's like, sex, except she says Esme's (laughs) Island and feathers. And Jacob is like, I don't know what that means. And then she blushes. And he's like, oh, I don't want to know. Just reminiscing (laughs) about, you know, uh, creating this little baby together. She's like, maybe once more before I maybe die. (laughs) She like maybe just had her baby break her pelvis. (laughs) She's just like, remember that (laughs) thing. And then as soon as Edward figures it out, he stops calling it the fetus and suddenly it's the baby. And Bella, like, freaks out, obviously, because this is honestly very sweet, I think. I mean, yeah. It's so, cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we worked out at what week, what week is she technically at? I don't a know. A week per day? It was a So she's at 36 weeks? Right? It's a week per day? A day I per thought week? it was, like, every two weeks is a day? I don't remember. I don't, could, know, I don't could look this up. It was one. But I was like, oh, this I was right in. I really felt like, you know, Stephanie was kind of trying to adhere to, I don't know, Some what. Pregnancy timelines. Pregnancy timelines. She might have. Like, you know, maybe this is actually when babies start to, we think, feel I wonder. I wonder if we know when babies have brain waves. We probably do. I bet we do. Yeah. Like, not us, but somebody knows. <laughs> I feel like this also goes with what Olivia was saying earlier about, like, fate for everybody. Like, of course, Edward, once he understands the baby to be a baby, is, like, the best, most devoted father. Right. You know? Okay, Right. I have a question, though. Oh, a baby's brain develops much earlier, and they have electrical stuff going on. But maybe... Much well, earlier. Well, Edward shouldn't be able to hear feelings. He should only be able to hear thoughts. True. Well, maybe it's like a a combo situation. Like maybe her power fuzzy. is developing. But also, you know? oh, true. I'm confused. I, maybe I don't remember enough. I thought that because this baby was in Bella still, that he wouldn't be able to hear the baby. I don't think but. she's developed her shield. Like, she, okay. her shield is just herself. Her shield is so just herself. So to me, it makes even. sense that they would be separate entities, okay. even yeah. though. Because he still, he still can hear Renezme when she's, like, out, right? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I definitely remember thinking about how horrible it would be for one's parent to be able to listen to your <laughs> to thoughts. To hear your thoughts. Bad, bad, bad. bad. And you're all going to live in a house together probably forever, even when you're an adult. <laughs> with your boyfriend who spent friends with um, your parents your whole life. Ugh. But I did, I did think anyway. that this was a really cute moment of like I finally not to. referring to this baby as a demon child anymore. Or a fetus. Um, and you know, like, yeah, Bella wanted this baby and you know what, guess what? It's, it seems like it might be a normal baby. Bella's so happy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I'm glad about? 
um, that Edward couldn't tell the gender of this baby from its like vague, blurry baby oh, from its thoughts. Vague, blurry baby thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's not a thing that happened here. <laughs> They're still referring to her as a he because Bella right. thinks it's going. Bella's to be still boy. convinced it's a boy, whom she is going to name EJ. EJ, which she does not actually explain. She's just like, well, you know, your, your father's was name was Edward too. And then Rosalie is like, do you have a backup plan? What if he's a she? Bella says, I kicked a few things around playing with Renee and Esme. I was thinking, Renesme, which is spelled (laughs) out phonetically so that nobody will ever in her life say, mispronounce her name. R-U-H-N-E-Z-M-A-Y. Rosalie repeats, Renesme. And Bella spells it out. R-E-N-E-S-M-E-E. Too weird? Too weird? No, I like it, Rosalie assured her. Rosalie would say anything in this moment. <laughs> She's not trustworthy. What about the father? Edward said nothing yeah, about this right? man. Edward says nothing. <laughs> He's too busy listening to her. But yeah, so like, the baby really likes the sound of Bella's voice. And, it's and like Edward's voice. And then we find out that the baby likes the sound of Edward's voice. And it's just like, kind of like a cute little moment. Like, and the baby uh, just we loves get them. Any uh, hint that the baby loves Rosalie's voice. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she knows um, that's her aunt. That, no, the baby hates Rosalie too. The baby <laughs> knows that it would only love one female voice that it is inside <laughs> and one external male voice. And obviously. one external male voice. The baby would know <laughs> the baby instinctively knows. that she uh, has one father. Like, it was a little heartbreaking moment when we did finally pan back to Jacob. Yeah. It did make <laughs> like, me feel oh, bad yeah, for forgot. him. Like, fuck yeah, Jacob, cause... but I did feel bad for him. Yeah, like, I do think fuck Jacob, but, like, honestly, I do think this section was really well written as far as, like, putting us in Jacob's shoes of, like, yeah, at least Jacob had some people on his team of, like, you know, this baby shouldn't exist. And, and it's going to kill Bella. it. And we hate and it's it. gonna kill Bella. You and just therefore... really feel his isolation. Like there's yeah, this, like, his isolation. bubble yes. of warmth and joy and excitement and wonder around Bella and Rosalie and Edward in this moment. And Jacob is like in like the deep blue icy Holy outside of it. Alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fully I separate do, uh, from this I, moment. He felt nothing. <laughs> like really nothing this is a touching moment well now I mean, you think the whole murder thing i know right yeah the whole murder thing and also i mean jacob is not himself experiencing the feelings like edward no. is so like i don't know it could still feel very separate um and you know like that like Edward is now talking about the baby the same way Bella's been talking about the baby this whole time. And so he's like, great, now they're all on the crazy train. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I get it. But, yeah, I was like, oh, sorry, Jacob. Yeah, um, you're on the outs. Please leave. And then Edward's like, oh, you're really miserable. Why don't you leave? But, like, in a nice way. But in a nice way. (laughs) Because he can't transform back into a wolf and run out because Leah is in wolf form and he can't share his mind space with her. Yeah, God forbid. I didn't even get that. I forgot. Um, So, yeah, so so Edward gives him some car keys to, like, go run away. And that's the end of the chapter. 
So, uh, best sentence, worst sentence. Mm. Okay. I don't even know if I think this is a best or a worst, but it's just like where my eyes landed. So. <laughs> I sighed, and I heard Edward sigh very quietly, too. I knew he wished she'd get over me, too. Too bad he'd never ask her to do anything that might make her unhappy. Okay, I know you didn't read the other books, but he's always asking her to do things that might make her unhappy. <laughs> it's constant. constant. He's, like, so nice about it, though. I mean, my best moment is, it's just also the juxtaposition of it. Um, you know, we go from Edward saying, he loves you. Edward whispered, sounding dazed. He absolutely adores you. And then immediately the next sentence is, in that moment, I knew that I was alone. Like, it's a really good one. That was a good, yeah. good writing. Um, I'm going to go with this line where Leah finally re recognizes that she and Jacob have something in common. <laughs> yeah. Because you always want the very most what you can never, ever have. And it's just simple and true. Yeah, you, you know, you think you would have made that jump when you also shared minds uh, long before now. But I'm glad that we finally got here. I just realized what my worst is. We kind of didn't talk about this yet. Um, Leah is essentially saying that she wishes that she were imprinted on because like that she feels like it would reflect well on her and also mm -hmm. like she could stop pining for sam and that would be amazing if she could mm -hmm. like get rid of that and jacob is like you really want to imprint or be imprinted on or whichever what's wrong with going out and falling in love with like a normal person leah I don't know, maybe she's a fucking werewolf. And, and she's like, simple. she's like, you don't want to imprint? And he's like, hell no. Uh, and I was like, since when? You desperately <laughs> tried to imprint on Bella. I watched you try. <laughs> yeah. We saw it in your eyes as you attempted to imprint on her. You're such a liar. And right before that, he goes, imprinting is just another way of getting your choices taken away from you. And Which we're like, fair. yeah, that's why we're mad about <laughs> the fact you tried to imprint on Bella. <laughs> Okay. Controversial one. Mm. Controversial. Renesmee. Too weird? No, I like it, Rosalie assured her. Their heads were close together, gold and mahogany. It's beautiful and one of a kind, so that fits. Now, do I think Renesmee is the stupidest name I've ever heard? In my life? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, I gotta give it to Stephanie Meyer. The line... It's beautiful and one of a kind, so that fits. For a split second, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's, like, right after their, like, sweet little, like, their two heads, you know, bent together. It's Her reaction is great. The yeah. name, bad. But I can see how if I were there living through this, I'd be like, Renesmee's a beautiful name. <laughs> of course. And then you're attached. Then it's happening, yeah. you know. So... It's my choice. Controversial. Um, I understand how they could land on Renesmee. <laughs> uh, my worst is when Leah says, I wasn't born a compassionless shrew. Um, and I just really hate the perpetuation of this idea that 
women who can't have children and who voice their opinions are shrews and just inherently an unlikable group of people. And I'm like, girlfriend, you're not a shrew at the moment either. You're vocal and currently, you know, unhappy about the fact that you can't have a baby and that does not make you a shrew. Also, like... The thing that kills me about Leah is that she's literally just thinking her own thoughts. Like, she doesn't actually actively take her misery to other people. Yeah. She's just chilling and thinking her sad thoughts, and they're all like, God, why are you so shitty to be around? And she's like, you're literally in my brain. Sorry I can't, like, stop thinking about you and have no emotions. Yeah, in fact, this probably makes me think about it more. Also, throughout this chapter, Leah is showing a lot of compassion for other people. Even a vampire, somebody that she, like, actively hates, she is showing compassion for Rosalie's feelings. Justice for Leah. Okay, also, we have to collectively choose the worst sentence. (laughs) Ranesme. Spelled out phonetically. Yeah, sold. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) um listeners thanks for hanging out with us email us with questions and comments at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to support us check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast and join the ranks of all of our lovely patrons melina bridget karen ed laura andrea Limi, melissa chance king's gambit mariam rachel danny olivia sabine hannah fideo linguini aaron and grace Welcome to our newbies. You can follow us at Twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by probably Maya Marlette. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Murray. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can write me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>